uh, once again in the armor of God and and we'll just dive right into scripture and, and, and move through this. Uh, just, just a reminder that June 14th looks like it's going to be our uh, reopening date for services. Once again, I can't emphasize this any more uh, heartily that if you feel unsafe at all, uh, that, that if there's any, any concern that you have, uh, we, we want you to, to stay home and continue to watch online. And if you're having watch parties that are going well, we encourage that as well. We're, we're trying to ease back into this. And so there'll be um, some instructions and some, some descriptions of what we're doing to, to keep you safe and, and move back into gathering. Uh, we, we, we believe that the, the worst of this is behind us, at least that's our prayers. And we're going to continue to move forward. And, uh, and it's been an interesting 12 weeks, but I uh, just want to remind you of that and, and emphasize as your pastor, if, if you feel unsafe in any way, if you feel vulnerable, um, that we will understand and encourage you to continue to, to stay home. And, and I know that's going to be a, a personal choice for you to make, but uh, just know that that's my feeling and we'll continue to support you and love you. Uh, whether you feel like you should come out or not. Uh, we're in Ephesians chapter 6, beginning verse 10, uh, reading through verse 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggles, not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you've done everything to stand. Stand firm, then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, and with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So last week we talked um, we talked about um, a standing firm, but we also talked about the belt of truth and, and all armor began with the belt and that would keep them from um, uh, tripping over their, their clothing. It would also, it's the piece of equipment where all the other equipment was tied to. And today we're going to talk about the breastplate of righteousness. Uh, and this is the second piece of armor in the scripture, but really it's the second piece of armor uh, that a Roman soldier would put on. It would, it's, it's just what it sounds like. It would protect the torso. Uh, you know, the, these are essential organs in the torso. You have your heart and you have your lung and you have your liver and kidneys and, and, uh, and your stomach. And, you know, these are essential organs. And so it's important that we protect what is probably the biggest target of our body and, and what is a uh, part of your body that is full of, of organs that could lead to death. Uh, I'm reminded of, um, if you remember Ken Burns had the Civil War documentary, and I think it's going on 30 years ago that that was released now. Uh, but in that documentary, they had a, um, uh, one, one of the uh, speakers was talking about how if you've ever noticed all the Civil War soldiers, all their clothing would be disheveled. Uh, you know, be like torn apart. And, and you know, why was that? What would happen is when they were shot, they would look to see if they were gut shot. Uh, they, they would look into their torso and they'd move their clothes 
uh, to see where the bullet had entered because they knew if they were gut shot with the, the weaponry used in the Civil War that there was no hope that, that they were gone. And so our torso is this important part of our body that needs to protect. Of course, you know, we also protect our head uh, and, and it's, it's vital as well. Uh, at least for some of us, it's vital, um, but our torso is extremely vital as well with vital organs. And Paul writes about the breastplate of righteousness, and righteousness is this big word. It, it, it's a word that is implied as justice, doing doing the right thing. It's 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 living right wise, uh, right wise towards God and right wise towards others. So it's it's just this this ideal that we are living in the right way. We're, we're living how God has called us to live. We're, we're living rightly towards him. We're, we're keeping all of his commands. We're following uh, how he wants us to live. And uh, to, to be honest, most of the time that, that relates to how we live with our brother and sister, how we live with fellow humankind. And so God is calling us to live in a certain way towards him, but it is typically expressed in how we live towards others. Um, uh, interestingly, this is a protective piece of equipment, and it's it's kind of um it's kind of a interesting that that living right and doing the right thing would be considered protective. Um, you, you know, you don't usually take your shield off or your breastplate off and swing it around, um, but there is protection in refraining from things we should refrain from. Uh, but more than that, there is protection in doing the things that we should do. Uh, that there is a proactive nature of the righteousness that Paul is talking about in this uh, passage. Now, now we can think of the um, uh, of, of the uh, of the things we refrain from. So, so we've we've all heard it's it's easier not to lie because you don't have to. It's easier to remember the truth, and so there's protection in. And telling the truth because that is usually something that's easier to repeat. And so there's a protection. But if you're just going to be somebody who, who refrains from lies, uh, who tells the truth, uh, there is a certain amount of protection in that. Uh, but, but there's a call in righteousness that's beyond just um, the things that I do not do. There, there is a proactiveness to righteousness. It's, it's, it's like when we talked about in Micah 6.8, you know, do justice, produce justice, produce righteousness. In other words, there is this call in this passage or is this call with this word righteousness that it's not just about the things that we don't do, but it's also about the things that we do. And so, you know, we're, we're, um, we know, we're, we're Nazarene folks. And so uh, oftentimes you're right. I don't chew and I don't smoke and I don't go with girls who do. And so there's things like that. There's a personal piety aspect of, of the Nazarene church that, that in my growing up years was highly significant. And, and, and a lot of times people were defined by those personal piety things. And, and I'm not bashing those things, but what I'm wanting, wanting you to see is that righteousness and holiness is more than just the things that we do not do, but it's the things that we do. It's, it's when we produce justice. It's, it's when we, uh, when we're generous, when, when we're forgiving, when we show grace, when we show mercy, when, when we do the right thing, the proactive right 
thing. There is an element of protection in that, uh, that, that God can guard our heart and our vital organs just by simply saying, Lord, I am going to do the things that you call me to do, not simply refrain from things you ask me uh, not to do. Um, interestingly, and, and I think this is, this is what's important to see, uh, the, the breastplate of righteousness does not keep us from the battle. Uh, in fact, uh, the breastplate of righteousness to me assumes that if you do the right thing, if you try to produce justice, if you try to speak out for the right things, if you try to live for God, there is a possibility, there is a probability of attack and, and God will give us um, a, a protection. Not that we will never be marred or nicked or have pain, uh, but there is this understanding that if we're going to live the right way and do the right things, that there will be spiritual warfare and we need these, this armor. Uh, I know that's not great. Uh, you, you would like this passage to say, if you do the right thing, if you live the right way, everything will be easy. Uh, but this passage to me, is saying the completely opposite thing. It is saying that if you live the right way, you are going to be in the battle. And so I'd encourage you, um, put on the armor of God. Uh, put on the breastplate of righteousness. Um, if God's calling you to stop doing something, um, and, and God calls us to stop doing a lot of things in his word, stop gossiping and lying and uh, you, you can go through the, the list of the things that you were taught early on in your life. Stop doing these things and, and find some protection in God in the spiritual battle. Uh, but more importantly, what is God calling you to do? What, what is the proactive things that God is calling you to do to advance and, um, uh, and inc invite, include, and train others in his kingdom? Uh, have a blessed day.